Welcome to the Jesus Cast podcast, where we journey together in faith and discipleship. Join us as we explore the teachings of Christ and uncover practical ways to walk as a Christian in today's world. Get ready to grow in your faith, deepen your relationship with God, and become a devoted disciple. Let's take this journey hand in hand as we learn to live out our faith in everyday life. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Joseph and welcome to yet another wonderful episode of the Jesus Cast podcast. Uh, we are still doing our series titled uh, Breakout and it's an exciting series. Uh, basically, see, I had a conversation with a friend of mine today and one of the things that I mentioned there is, you know, this message is literally for me, okay? And I feel like every other message that I've had to share over the past couple of months has always been about me. Okay. In fact, since we started the series, it's like God was literally talking to me. And some of these things I only figure out like a couple of weeks later when I start listening. And I'm like, okay, I've been going through something similar. So I guess God has been talking to me. And this is one of those messages that we prepared at this point uh, because when I look back, I realize that there's been so many things that I've tried to start over the years. And every time, there's always something that's keeping me from actually just breaking out. Okay, when I say break out, I mean like literally just being able to live in all the things that I started to actually be able to finish all that I've started. And this is where now we look into uh, how Nehemiah and Joseph all started somewhere and though there were difficulties in between they get to a place where they finish what they started and last week we discussed the holdup okay what is the reason why we get stuck what is the reason why we end up in a place where we can't break out so if you haven't listened to that message please do go back and just check it out and I hope and pray that as you check it out, you will find reason to come back and listen to today's message because today's message is going to be a great message. Uh, it's a very common message. It's, 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 a very, it's, it's from a very common passage of scripture that we probably most people know. And so I'm just going to jump into it and then we're going to get uh, into the message. So it reads as follows. Uh, it's Matthew chapter 6. Ooh, what am I saying? It's Matthew chapter 6 verse 31 to 34. So it reads as follows. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we honor you. We believe, oh Lord, that you have prepared this message for someone, even if it's just for me, Lord. But I still believe, Jehovah, that you want to encourage someone who started something and they cannot see themselves being able to complete it. Or they've dropped it along the way and they don't know how to pick it up. So my prayer today, oh Lord, is that may this message have such a great impact in their lives that they will pick it up, oh Lord that they will stand up and believe that, God, they can do what you have called them to do, Father. I trust you, Lord. I trust that you have a plan and a purpose for each one of the people listening to this message at this very moment, O oh Lord. So strengthen them, Lord, and fill them, O oh Lord, with your grace and with your mercy and your favor made follow them, O oh Lord. 
In Jesus' name, Father Lord, I pray. And I trust Jehovah that, Lord, you are using me for your kingdom's glory and for your kingdom's purpose, oh Lord. Though Jehovah, at some point, Lord, I may feel disqualified, oh Lord, or unqualified, Father. I still believe, Jehovah, that you have qualified me, oh Lord. In Jesus' name, oh Lord, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. So, yeah, amen. Uh, I think one of the greatest passages in Scripture in fact, one of the greatest chapters in scripture would be Matthew chapter 6. In fact, from Matthew chapter 5 and chapter 6, these uh, in the Bible would be titled or, or called uh, the Sermon at the Mount. Yeah, the Sermon at the Mount, I think. It is that. It's a sermon by the mountain. Okay, so Jesus Christ uh, gathers people together. He sits with them and, you know, they're here. You know, they're just, they just want to listen to the word. And as they're listening to the word, he starts teaching them about different things. Okay, he teaches them about blessings, who is blessed. He teaches them about uh, fasting. He teaches them about praying. He teaches them so many other things that, you know, I think are the basis of the kingdom of God and what it really is. And then he goes now and he says, towards the very end of this sermon, he starts now speaking about something completely different. He starts speaking about people's worries. He says, you know, I look at you and I see people that are worried, but I'm telling you today, I don't want you to be worrying about all of these things that you think that you need to survive. Anyway, and he's not ruling out the fact that you need these things. He is saying, but your focus is completely on the wrong things. I think the biggest problem here is you're looking at life from a perspective of the things that you have and not from the person that you have, which is God. So he says to them, so this is what I'm teaching you today. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is just after he has told them, you see the lilies of the field? No one cares for them, nothing, but they still grow and they look beautiful in all their splendor. So, so beautiful. Why do you think that is? And then he goes and says, and because they can be taken care of by the Father, imagine what he will do for you if your focus stops being the things and starts being him. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit. A couple of months ago, probably about a year ago, uh, okay, it's a couple of months, probably six, seven months ago, uh, we had a message on the podcast by uh, Lerato, shout out to her, and she preaches about Seek Fest. Okay, the idea of seeking first. So she preaches from the same passage. And when I thought about her message and I'd gone back to it, this is what I had thought of. That our biggest obstacle isn't that we cannot get to where we're going. Our biggest obstacle is that we did not begin our journey with Christ in mind. See, we do everything with I have the power, I have the qualification, I have the degree, I have the mindset, I have the ideas, I have the CV that speaks for me, but we didn't start with Christ. Looking back into the Bible, one of the things that you discover from David, okay, remember, Nehemiah and Joseph are the core of the series, but I'm going to get to them. I want to speak about David for a second. One of the things that you discover with David when he goes head to head with Goliath is... I'm not coming here in my name. I'm coming here in the name of the Father. And I think this is where God wants us to get, to a place where we say, God, we are coming in your name, not in our own. Anyway, let me get into the message. The title of today's message is called The Starting Point. Literally because you want to do anything 
you want to begin any project, you want to get to a certain place, your starting point has to be Christ. And this isn't a message that is saying, have such a narrow focus on the gospel that you ignore life itself. No, 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 no. This is not a message that is telling you that live your life in your back room or whatever room that you have, studying the Bible every day and night and everything will be okay. No, 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 no. This is not that message. Even though, trust me, I know it happens. But this is not that message. What this message is actually saying is all the things that you want to do, you can still do and you should still do. But seek first Christ. The first time I had an experience of this passage. For me, it wasn't about just studying the word. It was about being able to see Christ in everything that I do. See, the Bible tells us, whatever you do, do as though that you are doing it for the Lord. And when you think about that passage, you get to realize that it takes you back to seeking first the kingdom of God. Because if you do everything with the idea that Everything begins with God and ends with Him. Then you literally have unlocked the key to success. Again, this is not a success message. But it is a message about finishing. You want to finish well? Seek first the kingdom of God. Let Christ be your starting point. Let Christ be the beginning of everything that you do. Let Christ be the one who guides you. See, the starting point isn't about what you want to do. It's about what Christ instructs you to do so that what you want to do can work. Do it make sense? You want to do things. I get it. You want to get somewhere you've got dreams you've got goals for your life you want to buy that house you want to buy that car you want to be successful and i know most of these messages sometimes i say a lot of things that relate to success and riches and you know the things that are material but i say this because most people for most of us those are all the things that we haven't figured out those are the things that we want to get to and sometimes we give up because we feel like we cannot get there. But you know who can help you to get there? Christ. When you start with him. See, you start with Christ and then you work your way down to the things that you want. See, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Christ is at the top. And everything else is at the bottom. See, this is why Christ says, I'm the head of the church. Paul mentions that. He says Christ is the head of the church. Just as the husband is the head of the family. <laughs> you know, is the wife's head. Is the head of the wife. Huh? Anyway, moving right along. But the whole point is, when you start with Christ, as you go down to the things that you desire, to the things that you need, it becomes easier. See, God says he will grant you the desires of your heart. But the people who get the desires of their hearts begin with God. They have their life set on 
God first, everything else after. Whether you're at your workplace, it's God first. Whether it's with your business, God first. Whether you're trying to negotiate with suppliers, God first. Whether you want to buy a car, God first. Whether you want to buy a house, God first. Whether you want to become a preacher, God first. You want to start a podcast, God first. And this is what both, Je- both Joseph and Nehemiah got. Both of these guys understood to the T that God would be with them, that God was with them. And because they got that, he was their starting point in everything. In Genesis 50, verse 19 and 20, it reads as follows. And Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for, I am, in the pl- for am I in the place of God? This is a question, by the way. But as for you, then he says, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people. <laughs> you look at this, you realize that this is at the end. Okay, this is not just at the end end. Like this, this is not where Joseph now gets appointed. This is after years of him having been appointed. He's with his family and he looks back and he says to them, you don't have to be afraid. I'm not going to judge you because I know that when I started all of this at the beginning, God was with me. And whatever that he was doing with you, okay, whatever that he was doing to me, through you, it was for the very purpose of me to get here. It's crazy how when you look at it, you realize that There's a very high possibility that Joseph would never have gotten to where he was had he stayed with his family. In fact, had his family just accepted him as he was, he would never have gotten there. Anyway, I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm saying maybe there was a chance that had he stayed with his family, had they not betrayed him, he would have continued to be the very Joseph that they knew and nothing would have changed in his life. Now, he had to go all of these seasons in his life So that he can get to this place. And when he gets to this place, when he's here with his family, he tells them that the very reason why I got here was because God was with me from the beginning. This is literally what he says. Well, not literally, but it's it's what he means. So everything that I went through was for the very purpose of me being here today. But it wasn't my purpose, it was God's purpose, it was God's will. And then Nehemiah goes. <laughs> Nehemiah is crazy. Okay, so when Nehemiah starts, Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 4. Okay, Nehemiah's This guy comes to Nehemiah, tells him, Nehemiah, yo man, our place is a ruin. Okay, it's messed up, it's ruined. So Nehemiah says, okay, cool. Bet, I'll be with you now. Nehemiah goes to pray. Okay, like I said, see... I said last week, the difference between Nehemiah and Joseph is Joseph was doing God's purpose. Nehemiah was doing his purpose, but with God. Okay. These are two different perspectives. Okay. Joseph is saying, God, I want you to get me to where I want, where I've seen. I know it's your plan. So I'm just going to let you do it. Nehemiah says, God, I've seen the problems. 
I know how to solve them. I just need you to be with me to get it done. So Nehemiah, in verse 4, the very first thing that he does, he goes to God. And it reads as follows. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Ooh, hear me out. That project that you wanted to start, did you go to the God of heaven and said, God, can you be with me? See, I'm just wondering, two years ago, okay, it can't be two years, man. can't be two years. I've been, it's been 30 years. Okay. See, something went completely sideways in my life. Like I said, I want to tell you, but I will tell you. <laughs> okay, something went really sideways in my life. And when it did go sideways, I think to an extent, there was a part of me that felt like God had left me. Okay. God wasn't with me. But I look back and I realize that because through everything he had been with me even before. Even when things were not working out. Even when things were going sideways. His provision never left. And I wondered isn't this the very same thing that happened to Joseph? Who, who, was, who knew that God was with him? Isn't this the same thing that happens with Nehemiah? Who, though he gets challenges along the way, but he is able to conquer and he has the wisdom to know what to do and how to do it because God is with him. Because he didn't just start this thing haphazardly. He said, God be with me. See, you realize that everything else meets you in the middle. Okay, it meets you along the way. I'll explain. Both Nehemiah and Joseph had God in mind in everything that they did. And you realize with Joseph's life that as he navigates his life, as God moves him from one place to another, the Bible tells us that and God was with him. And because God was with him, Joseph becomes in Potiphar's house, he has a higher position. In the prison, he has a higher position. When he does eventually break out, higher position again. So God has been with him all this time. God has been leading him, has been guiding him all this time. And God had never left him even a single day. And this is what Nehemiah goes through as well. Nehemiah, in his troubles, in him trying to achieve this one very goal, one of the many things that you see happening is wherever he goes, he, got, he gets God's favor when he passes through the lens of other leaders, other leaders, leaders. And they allow him to pass. They allow him easy passage. They allow him to get to where he's going. And even when he gets to where he's going in Jerusalem and they start building the walls, people are willing to work with him because the very first thing that he did was to say, God, go with me. God, guide me. God, be with me. God, be my leader. And I'm wondering, as Joseph gets all of these things, 
that he didn't even pray about. I mean, he didn't even pray for. But God was with him and God gave them to him. Because God was always with him. And Nehemiah is able to even complete this building project. And in the process of him completing this building project, there are people who try to attack him, but he is still protected. So I wonder again, is it possible that our focus is wrong and that is why we never actually achieve our goals? Or that is why we get just a minimum way of getting through our goals? Or that is why even if we try, even if we succeed, our wins are just minimal? Because we're trying to figure all of this out by ourselves without God. Because we're trying to fight through life by ourselves without God. Because we try and get to where we're going because of our own strength and our own abilities or our own connections that we may have created by ourselves. Because we think, oh, I've got this figured out. I'm not saying don't do the things that you want to do. I'm not saying let go of what you've started now and just go back to God and say, God, I'm going to start by reading your word every day and night until you tell me to move. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. In fact, if you notice what Nehemiah is doing, Nehemiah just keeps moving. Nehemiah goes to pray and he starts moving. Joseph, on the other hand, he's been moved by the hand of God. He's not even trying to do anything. He's not trying hard. It's just happening. I feel that's where we need to get. Like both Nehemiah and Joseph, this is the point of this conversation. That our starting point should be Christ. Our starting point should be God. And once we have that, it doesn't matter what we do. It will work out. And yes, we will have obstacles, we will have challenges, and they will come hard on us, man. They will come heavy on us. But you know what? God will be with you. God will be guiding you. God will be leading you. Jesus Christ says to the disciples, See, in this world you will have troubles, but I have conquered the world. You notice? that he has conquered so you know what that means if you want to be able to conquer the world you need to go to the one who has already conquered the world because the one who has conquered the world knows more about the world than you do knows more about the challenges that you will face than you do knows more about the troubles that you think that you cannot get out of than you do so he has conquered them so because he has conquered them if you are in him you will conquer all things I'm saying let Christ be at the forefront of what you're doing. Let him be the beginning and the end of everything that you start. Don't start anything without him. And if you have started, I'm saying invite him now. Tell him, God, I'm in the middle and I need you. Remember how the disciples were on a boat and Jesus was not with them? And a storm came. And they were in the middle. And Jesus saw them as he was looking to the, towards them. And they were afraid. 
And there was a time when they were with him in the boat. And the boat was shaken up. And even at that time, in their fear, when he wakes up, he tells them, you are with me. Why are you afraid? And this is the challenge that we have, right? When we get in the middle of things and they get hard for us and they get heavy for us, we want to stop. We want to quit. We want to give up. But right now, the Jesus who said, go to the other side, go and start that business, go and start that course, the, the, the very same person who's guiding you in everything that you're doing says, even in the middle of it, I am with you. Yeah, you will fade one or two subjects. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you will get things messed up and you will do bad work and people will give you bad reviews. But I'm with you. And because I'm with you, you will get to the other side. Well, no, 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 not me, Joseph. No, 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 no. God is with you. And because he is with you, he will get you to the other side. And that is literally what he is inviting you to today. That seek first the kingdom. Let the kingdom be what's embedded in your head. Let the kingdom be your focus. And when you have a kingdom focus, the worldly things will fall in your lap. They will just come to you. They will just be easy for you to grasp. They will be easy for you to get. And that's the message for today. And I know it was short. But all I'm saying is, all the things that you started this year or you started last year, you can still finish. So invite God in them. Let him be your guide. Let him be your leader. Let him be at the forefront of all of these things. In fact, let the word of God be the light in your path. The Bible tells us that he orders the steps of the righteous. See, he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So when you have found righteousness in the kingdom. And you know what's funny? When you go to Hebrews 11, you learn that righteousness is not lack of sin. That's not what righteousness is. Righteousness is having your attention set on God and willing to let him be your guide. That is what righteousness is. Righteousness is what Noah did. Yeah, he was sinless in the eyes of God. But he was righteous because he was willing to listen to what God wanted to tell him. He was willing to do what God wanted him to do. Abraham, his righteousness wasn't him being sinless or him Oh my God. Yes, he had faith. But you remember the time when he and Sarah decided that they can figure out how to have kids by themselves? Do you remember that time? And God comes back and tells them that, no, this is not the child that I chose. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, you have him, but it's not the one that I want. The one that I want, you will have him. You and your wife. And so they wait. So righteousness is them waiting for God to do the things that he said he will do. And he does them. I could go on and 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 on. Read Hebrews 11. You will have it figured out. 
I'm not saying be sinful. No. I'm saying heed the word of God. Take it and run with it. I'm saying take God at his word. Trust his word. Trust what he tells you. Trust what he has said. And yes, I know, sometimes he's not going to be very clear to you. Sometimes he's going to use a scripture about someone who is not you. But you know what? If he made a promise to someone back then, that promise is active in your life today. If he was able to heal leprosy or whatever other disease that you feel like cannot be healed, if he healed them, he can heal you now. If people could not give birth, and then he came at the right time and he said, you will give birth, and they gave birth, what makes you think that he cannot have the same impact on you as he did on them? What makes you think that you need know, to give up on having that child just because it didn't work out the last time, or the last time, or the last time. So, so you've been trying three, four, five times and it hasn't been working out. <laughs> God's promises based on scripture are available for you to access them. They're available for you to take hold of them. If you want something that he did for someone in scripture, he can do it for you. So let him. Allow him. If he healed a man who was sick for 38 years, he can heal you. Regardless of how many years you've been sick for. Regardless of how many years you've been sick, he will heal you. And that is all that I can say to you today. So whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to achieve in this year, whatever that you had started and you feel like you could not keep going with it, Go back to him. Go back to his word and say, God, what did you say about my situation? What are you guiding me towards? What is it that you're doing to guide me? What am I in need of to get to where I need to get to the final? You want to finish. So let's go. Yeah, you didn't start with him, but pick him up. And if you haven't started, great. You came just at the right time. Before you start, go to him. Let him be your guide. Let him be your leader. Amen and amen. So yeah, uh, if you're there and this is the first time that you're listening to the Jesus Cast podcast, and not only is it the first time you listen to the Jesus Cast podcast, because some people are listening to it, for the first time and they're born again okay and then there are those who are listening to it for the first time and they're not born again or maybe you've been listening but you still have not accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior today i want to give you a chance to come and receive jesus christ as your lord and savior see this very jesus who says seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and everything will be given to you to seek the kingdom begins with knowing him begins with receiving him as your Lord and Savior. So today I want to give you a chance to find him, 
I want to give you a chance to invite him in your life. And as you invite him, whatever that you want to do will be seamless. It will be easy to do. So if you're there, I'd like you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the love that you've given me. I thank you for the fact that I am saved even before I knew it. Even before I accepted it. But today I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. I want to receive you in my heart. Believing that whatever that I want to do, you will bring to pass. Because that is what the word says. Today, I declare that you died on the cross so that I could have life. And because of that, I receive you in my heart. I repent from my sinful ways. And I want to seek your kingdom and its righteousness. I am born again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So yeah, uh, you receive Jesus Christ now as your Lord and Savior. Uh, trust me, nothing fancy is supposed to happen. You've received him. Okay. If you did feel something heavy or nice, good for you. But otherwise, you have received him. He's there now with you. And the beautiful thing is you have the Holy Spirit now. He's going to teach you all things. So if you struggling with the Bible, just open it up today and just go through it and allow him to speak through you, allow him to teach you all things and to remind you anything else that you might have learned. Because that, who he, that, that is who he is. That is who the Holy Spirit is once he comes in you. So yeah, uh, my prayer is you will find a church and it'll be a church that believes in Jesus, that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Amen and amen. And yeah, if you are a regular here, please do share this message with your friends and family members so that whatever it is that they started and they feel like dropping, they are reminded today that the starting point is Christ. Okay, so get them to the starting point. Share even the message from last week. Share whatever message that you feel like would be relevant for them. Okay, do not forget to like, share and subscribe, which you will hear again uh, towards the end of the service. And what I just want to, say is i am truly 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 grateful for everyone who still listens to the podcast and my prayer is you do not stop listening my prayer is god is still working in you and he changes your life and he transforms it don't forget to check out our social platforms uh, we are on instagram tiktok and facebook and youtube yes as Jesus Cast Co. Okay, so you search at Jesus Cast Co. You just search Jesus Cast Co. You will find us. We have a very nice black and white logo. Yeah, black and white, black and white logo. Yeah, and yeah, man, uh, it's amazing to keep sharing these messages with you. And I want you to know that I am humbled by it. Okay, I am humbled by it, and I trust and believe that God will keep using me for your sake. Amen and amen. So let me pray and then we close. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we honor you. We trust that God, whoever was listening to this message, Lord, or whoever is listening now, has heard what you want them to hear. And whatever struggles they may have in their lives, O oh Lord, you will help them to conquer them because they have chosen to seek you first and your righteousness. I pray that God, whatever that they've started, Lord, may they look back 
and seek you and then go back to it, Father. May they invite you, God, in whatever that they're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you. You are good and your mercy is forever and we trust that, Lord, you will continue to be with us, Lord. As we begin a new week, oh Lord, may you guide us, may you lead us, may you protect us, Father. May you shield us from any danger that may be coming our way. May you give us, Lord, the consistency that we need to keep going and fighting on, Lord, to the very end, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We are Jesus Cast. We hope this message has enriched your faith journey. Remember, living as a disciple of Christ is a continual process. So keep seeking, keep growing, and keep walking in faith. Please subscribe and turn on your notifications so that you don't miss any of our messages. Until next time, may you walk in the light and the peace of Christ. We love you and Jesus loves you.